The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello, and everybody, welcome one, welcome many, to another episode of the Mex with the Mind That Matters, Mex with Mind Matters podcast, coming to you live from the city that never sleeps, the greatest city in all of Ohio, the country, and possibly the world, Columbus, Ohio, with your host of the most, the one man with a plan, if he can't do it, nobody can. The face that runs the race, the champ that runs the camp. We are about a week or so away from defending my title. Yes. The one, the only fantasy football is back in full swing. And last year was a very good, very good season. Uh, ended up, now, I always try to cut down the amount of leagues I'm in. But the, usually the three I was in was the family league, my own Illuminati league, and the, uh, Drades, which is run by uh, a good friend, Money Mike. But last year, I got invited to join the Columbus Cats Fantasy Football League on Yahoo. So it's a little bit different. Four leagues, four different settings to the league, four different set of players. It takes a great mind and a genius to have four different teams all go to the fucking playoffs, okay? Hell, in the Columbus Cats League, were it not for the fact that I somehow decided to bench Jimmy Graham in the finals against Sleeper, I would have won that league title too in my first season. So you're talking about the runner-up, you know, going into the second season. This time, I know what to expect. I know what's going on. Um, I did a little bit of research on the players. I kind of know who I want to get. Illuminati, same thing. We actually trimmed down the league, uh, you know, for the idiots that weren't really participating. And we are basically allowed. So I, like, I like that one because you're allowed to, like, have one keeper. Uh, this year, my keeper will be Ezekiel Elliott. Um and that allows room for trades with other teams, kind of like in real life. I like that. Um, 
this year I will not be participating in the family league because I'm tired of the bullshit from the family league and the drama. I haven't even been approached to reset it up. I like how in the past years my brother's been the commissioner, but I'm the one that has to do everything. No, you want to set up the league, you do it yourself. Parents are in France, brothers in Salt Lake City, the little one's probably dead somewhere after playing a concert. Hey, if you guys are interested, you set it up. I ain't got time for this bullshit. So I'm out. Especially when people win and they don't even participate all year. They literally get auto-drafted a decent team and somehow win the whole thing. No, that's bullshit. That should not be allowed. I am I am a firm advocate for, and I don't know if other leagues do this, I'm a firm advocate that if you if you're not actually in the draft, where whether it be in person or on the computer, then the commissioner should basically give you random shitty players. Because there's no reason why you should, unless you actually said, hey, I'm going to set my settings to auto-draft because I'm not going to be there, then you should get a decent team. That's, that's ridiculous, especially if other people take the time to be there. And, of course, we got trades because finally, finally, the great one, yours truly, gets to defend his title, defend the trophy that last year, for once, I had a decent squad. And I'm not talking about like, okay, it was a stellar squad and I kept winning. It was decent enough to get me what I wanted, like which was a few victories in the division to win the division and then end up going to the playoffs. But I also, it also is a testament to my management skills. Both my quarterbacks that I drafted were injured for the season. And so I had to pick up backups. And I picked up the Rams quarterback. And once I had... Uh, once I had a few wins under my belt and he became available, I actually got Garoppolo when he was traded to San Francisco. And that was a good find, too. While the whole time... The girly men, as I called my team, were being driven by Gurley, who was averaging insane amount of points. I don't know if he's going to have that kind of season this year, but I'll be on the lookout to possibly draft that dude. Because the Rams are on the up and up. I might have to draft Garoppolo again, too, because he he was he literally went over... I, I, believe, I believe he went undefeated once he started for San Francisco. So, hey, good times. We'll see what happens. Mexi's got the trophy. I will be posting pictures with the trophy all season long. Also, I changed my name to the champ that runs the camp instead of the girly men. But, uh, yeah, exciting times ahead. Uh, Now, if you want more excitement in your life, I will also suggest that you switch your car insurance to American National. If you bundle home, life, auto, you will save. Use the promo code BEXI. Give my man Raymond a call, 614-595-2934, and he can hook you up. American National, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. In other exciting news, and this is more the main 
the main course of today's podcast. I never thought it'd come... I never thought it would come a day where I would actually podcast about this. Nor did I ever think a day would come where I know for a fact that nobody who is listening to this would even be able to inform the party involved because I never thought I actually would date someone that'd be okay with me podcasting. And I and I usually don't podcast about my personal life, you know, or, or you know, the misses. Once in a while, yeah, because it's fun to tell stories when we're traveling. But usually I try to keep that personal. And uh, the, the only other thing I don't podcast about is, you know, the cats. For sponsorship reasons. But hey, um, I never thought... I. I never thought this day would come to where I have actually purchased Terra's engagement ring. And I know I'm I know that this is coming to a shock, as a shock to most of you. It actually got purchased officially a couple weeks ago. And because of the ring that she picked that, you know, is custom designed, it needed to be ordered, made, shipped to the store. So, and if I waited until closer, well, actually, if I wait until Labor Day weekend, they give me a, a 25% off discount. So, I... It's being made. It's being shipped to the store. It will be there on on Labor Day weekend. Actually, August 31st. And I just have to go pick it up. The hard part will be keeping it hidden. Because the date I plan on doing it is December 8th, 2018. As I've expressed to all these people who have been invited to the last state, Phoenix, Arizona. I haven't really worked the logistics on how and what I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say exactly because I have time and I don't know what the emotions are gonna be when I finish. But it seems like the perfect time. I finished 50 states and I couldn't thank anybody more than the person I love. My dear Tara. Because and here's the thing. Many of you are more wondering, well, Mexi, why, why? Well, like, like, why her? Like, what made you pick her over everybody else? And quite honestly, as I've said before in previous podcasts, this woman, now at the time we were a month or two into dating and she was already, she was already pulling these, the, pulling this off. But now we're what? We're almost 11 months into our relationship. We live together. And I've never moved in with someone that fast and not wanted to strangle them after 11 months. Like we literally have been, well, we literally have been living together for 10 months and I've yet to want to strangle her. Or the dog. Nina is the 
cutest, most well-behaved dog I've ever met. Like, mind you, the only other experiences I had was Enzo, my, my brother's roommate's dog, and Precious, who I swear that dog is, it's just, I don't know. I, for all I know, it's dead in the ditch right now. I mean, I don't know. It, it just, it doesn't behave, it doesn't listen, it poops everywhere, no. And because its owner is a retard and doesn't know how to take care of herself or somebody else. But yeah, so, you know, very well behaved. Even though she's a pit bull, I mean, I never pictured myself caring for a bigger animal. I, I, I mean, if I had to pick my own dog, I would literally pick like a small, like with less hair, puppy-ish, kind of like, well, like, you know, a Pomsky, like Precious, for example, but more of a lack of hair and more well-behaved. But Nina is the best dog ever. I just wish she would have more of a killer instinct when going after, you know, groundhogs in the backyard. But it's a separate issue. But no, like I was saying, her dog's well behaved. In merely a few months of dating, she has done more for me to better myself and in in my life and with my goals than anybody else who's known me for years, my family included. And I don't know if it's because she's had a string of shitty first dates, relationships, boyfriends, whatever have you. And that's why. But I really don't care. I don't understand how somebody could be that disrespectful. And I and this goes for all ladies, okay? And all guys out there. If you have a girl that others find attractive and think they're hot, why on earth would you cheat on them? That makes no sense. My track record as a boyfriend is impeccable. Tara's even said I am the best boyfriend she's ever had. Mind you, might not be hard to do, but case in point. My boyfriend resume speaks for itself, okay? I may be an asshole, but I'm not an asshole to the person I love, if that makes sense. And yeah, she I mean, it's the little things. Like I've never her quirks and her flaws or outweighed by far by the goodness that she brings to the table. She cooks, she takes care of the house. All she asks is for a little help, which is not hard to provide. Nobody nags me to do shit. Like, I myself am a clean person. I like to take care of things around the house. I like to take care of, you know, business. So, yeah. Nobody nags me. It's and 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 on top of that, the little things. Like, for example, she always wants to be around me. Like I'm more of a yeah, I'm a social butterfly. I know how to entertain others. And I get along easy in a big crowd. But I also like my me time. Okay? And to me, her playing video games while I do stuff on the computer, to me, that's hanging out. She likes more intimate time. That's fine. But the fact that she wants that is already a plus 
to any other relationship I've been in. The times where now that she works at Honda, she gets up for work. Technically, unless I go in early, she gets up for work before I have to get up for work. And then she tries to wake me up and always, always, well, actually, 99.9% of the time, I can hear her in the kitchen making my G Fuel and brings me my G Fuel. Nobody else has ever done that. Oh, let's wake up and give Alex his Red Bull. No. This caffeine. No, no, nobody's done that. My mom doesn't even do that for me. It's the little things that make the difference, okay? She constantly reminds me how great I am and how much she loves me. Nobody else that I've dated has done that. Shit. Dumb dumb. I literally, towards the end, we were sleeping in separate rooms. I literally had to get away from her because I literally wanted to strangle her. That that's how dumb she is. Literally, I don't understand how she adds me and deletes me on Snapchat because I never accept her her being my friend on Snapchat when she adds me. And I hate it how Snapchat lets people who add you but you don't add add them back send you messages she literally sent me one the other day it was a picture of her it was actually no i think it was a meme from facebook about somebody having their gas light on and saying i will let this light shine let it shine blah 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 and she her comment was like yay or whatever and i'm like so you're literally proud of the fact that you purposely, like an idiot, run out of gas in the middle on the middle of the highway. Like like you're proud of the fact that you forget to put gas in your car. That is an epitome of what I had to deal with for, for two years. It's ridiculous. Talk about patience and trying to make something work. If after, and now it's been... Actually, it's been over two years since we dated. If after two years that we basically broke up, you still find that funny and how and don't realize how sad it is that you don't know when to put gas in your car, it, it's just sad. Like, you need professional help. My, like my other ex. Like, like, remember the episode of when I discussed Jenny... And closure and how she said that was the best boyfriend she ever had. She still messages me on Snapchat as well about, oh, uh, do you still have pictures of us? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bitch, you literally messaged me about closure because you broke up with your Mexican boyfriend, quote unquote, because he proposed and then you found out that he was still a drunk and then you broke up with him. Message me about closure. Then somehow along the way, you still took him back. He proposed again, and now you guys are getting married, but yet you're still messaging me. This is the kind of behavior that you hated if I did when we were dating, and and you dating, and you still do the same behavior that I disliked back then. No, you've not changed. Once a whore, always a whore, as I like to say. So, no, I don't want to talk to you. No, I don't have pictures. 
like how I mean, according to, to what you've told me, you live in Dublin, but I've, I I mean, I'm in Dublin all the fucking time. I've yet to see you anywhere or run into you. So I don't know what to say, but yeah, no, just shut the fuck up. It's going to be hard keeping it hidden because like, okay, I pick it up on Labor Day. Then, if I'm not doing it till December 8th, that is a decent three months and a week that this thing has to literally sit within my reach without her finding it. Now, mind you, I will say this. I don't think she ever goes to my, you know, going through my drawers on my side of the bed. And I do have this little lockbox that I keep in there with a key that's always on me. And I'm thinking of putting it in there because, you know, my spare key is in there. She never um, she never goes in there, you know. It'll be nice and well hidden. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. And then I, I haven't told anyone that may... Blow the whistle. I told I told Kato. Kato knows. He's not going to say anything. I told the BBs. The BBs are not going to say anything. You guys, the viewers and listeners, you know. Hey. Shh, let's keep it down, okay? But uh, no, no, none of her friends know because I don't trust them to keep it, keep it, keep it shut. But we'll see. Well, it'll be hard. I'll have to figure out what to do. That's why it is very important for everybody listening and everybody that's been invited to please try and make it to Phoenix for the 50th marathon, 50th state. Come on now. You're witnessing history. The first Mexican to ever finish all 50 marathons, all 50 or all 26.2 full marathons in all 50 states. Like most people haven't even been to all 50 states, let alone ran 26.2 in those states, and let alone a Mexican guy who's done it. The only people internationally that have done it are like either Canadian, British, German, one Russian. Like, come on. The international people are not in high numbers. Come on now. And my races are not a bunch of five and five days, little tiny races that you can basically... Uh, walk and, you know, finish at your own pace, early start, late start. No. Mine are legit, tough races. Some of them have hard cutoffs. And I never fucking walk more than a mile. So so come for that. If you want to just come the weekend for that, that's fine. You'll see the proposal. Literally, I cross the finish line. It will be done right then and there. I haven't decided if I'm going to carry the thing with me or have somebody I trust hold it for me and just hand it to me when I finish because eventually someone's going to have to hand me my prize when I finish as well as the medal from the race. So uh, my brother's confirmed to be there. Joel and his wife are confirmed to be there. I would like everybody else to confirm. Kato... Uh, you know, hopefully somebody on her side. Um, hey, DX members from abroad, you've been warned. 
I I need a little bit of more confirmation. Well, here's the confirmation, motherfuckers. The ring's been bought. My plane tickets are bought. Okay, where our plane tickets are bought. The hotel is already booked for the week in Vegas. Um, the rental car is already taken care of. Literally, all you have to do is sh- show up, get your plane ticket, get the hotel. That's it. A little bit of spending money. Come on now. You've had months, literally six months, to plan for this. So, there it goes. And, if you're wondering what ring I, pu- I picked, don't worry. She'll, she loves it. She'll love it. She literally went to her friend, picked it out herself, designed it, put it on the wish list. All I had to do was show up and say, hey, grab that. You still have that off of Tara's wish list? You do? <laughs> yes. Sneaky. Yes. I, and she has no clue. Okay? Even She has even less of a clue than you guys not getting your massages a hand and stone massage. You have no clue how much money you'd save by... Using promo code MEXI and basically getting discounts on your membership or discounts on your first week's massage. You have no clue. Go to one perimeter drive. MEXI goes there. If not, go to one around Columbus, around the U.S. It doesn't really matter which one you go to because they're all intertwined. It's one network. Same promo code. Same discount. Same membership. And it's still a massage. Proud sponsor of the MEXI My Matters podcast. But yes, she has no clue of what's going on. She literally thinks that I got denied for the financing. And that I can't afford it. And that I need to save money. She said she doesn't care. She'll wait. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. That's exactly the kind of girl everybody needs. And if you find that, you know, men out there in the universe, hold on to it. Because there's been a lot, and you all know, there's been a lot of pretenders out there. Queenie, who couldn't make up her mind until she found out, oh, he's taken. And even and even then, she still sends me a text here and there about how much she misses me. And I'm like, you know what? If you really did, you would actually take the time to hang out back then and even now. But I, I can't. I can't jeopardize what I have for what could be. Like, no. I would take... And, and Tara's... Like I said, she has flaws. Okay? She has uh, some quirks that kind of remind me of, of Maria. But, um, again, all the benefits outweigh the slight flaws. And even with others, other pretenders. I will take somebody with... Her fast-beating heart, which is basically her heart condition, and some nodules in her lungs, over somebody who claims to have anxiety. I will take, and we got other ones. We got we got a, a Devil Woman, uh, Miss Ashley Soto over there, who also, again, same thing. We even went as far to say I love you. And everything, but I mean, you always had an excuse as to why you couldn't come see this guy. And I don't, I, I can't say what medical excuses you have because I don't know. But hey, 
It doesn't prevent you from hanging out with other people that are closer to you. Just this guy. So, I'm sorry, but if I have to take that over somebody who literally yearns to always see me, yeah, no. I'm not, I'm not, Mexi's not a fucking idiot, okay? Let's get that clear. So, the pretenders have been cast aside and Mexi's finally proposing. It's actually the first, I thought about it two other times. So, this will be the third time overall I thought about it. The other two times, one was Jenny, and I actually contemplated it, but never did anything about it. And then I found out she cheated. The other time was with Dum Dum, and I basically was like, oh lord, if we ever get married, I, I may go to jail for murdering my wife. And that's basically when I decided, you know what, no. This needs to end. And this will be the third time. Third time's the charm. You think about it and you're like, you know what? I actually do want to spend the rest of my life with this person. I actually don't mind her being around. I actually care a lot for her. I love her. And she compliments me well. And she passed the test. The circle of trust. The two BBs. Kato gave her her blessing. Uh, their blessing. Even if she, you know, even if... Uh, Joel and Greg said they hated her, which they don't. That's three out of five. That's passing the test. So yeah, and, and her and Kate are very good friends. So even even more to that. That's 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 the key. If, if you oh, and she's met the parents. The parents like her. So I mean, her family likes me. If if they. If the families get along, well, if you if you get along with the family and she gets along with your family, and your friends like her, again, that's that's telltale number two, right there. Telltale one for those who weren't keeping track is her basically um, always saying I love you and needing you and blah 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 blah. Just keep, keep up with the program. Everybody's on page fifty three. You you need to be uh, caught up. Come on now. So yeah. Why, why, I mean, why, it makes sense. You don't have to, at, at this age, you don't have to be dating for two, two plus years to know you want to be with someone, okay? There's people I know that were dating for 11 years and then broke up and they never got engaged or married. I'm like, what the fuck? If I'm dating someone and it's been more than two years and they haven't proposed, fuck. Or vice versa. I would, I mean, if I'm dating with someone after two years and I don't think about it, Something's wrong with the issue. Case of point, dumb dumb. So yeah, no. Um, I'm actually contemplating if I should tell her former co-workers. Because we pranked them so many times that we were going to do it. That they kind of need to see that, that I am going to do it. But then, how can I trust them not to say anything? You know what I mean? So, uh, but that's not saying through the plan. Crossing the finish line. I have, you know, crossing the finish line, proposing, and then celebrating in Vegas. Who knows? We may get married in Vegas. That's the key, and that's why I want people to come because I need my groomsmen to be there in case of. But I don't know. We've actually contemplated more of a 10 10 2020 uh, date for the wedding. Because, uh, obviously, we don't want to steal uh, Adrian's thunder from next year. 
because September 2019 would would have been my my go-to. But now we gotta go to Paris. It's fine. Let me know. I need the exact dates, Adrian, because I'm planning some half marathons, some continents next year. We gotta we gotta fig- we gotta figure this out. Same thing with my Mexican family in Mexico City. Hey, this quinceanera is not gonna pick itself, okay? I need to know what date. Oh, on a brighter note, also the uh, for Hispanic Heritage Month, month which apparently is September, the uh, local news will feature me as the first Mexican to finish all 50 states. Which is fun. Finally finally getting some media recognition out of the whole thing. Um, so I haven't heard back from the Guinness Book of Records. Um, I kind of have not bought my award yet because I don't want to jinx it. I mean, I know that there's no other race left but that one. But I also want to kind of make sure that, you know, I do the Columbus Marathon. I may do the one in Montana and Louisiana just to, you know, say, hey... I have all, all of them certified. But we'll see. Okay? I also want to make sure I get I get the WrestleMania. So I got to save for that. So we may have to wait and see on the... Um, on the Montana-Louisiana front. We'll see how that goes. But yeah. Uh, speaking of which... Other reasons... Oh! I will, I will also leave everybody with this um if you're also wondering if whether you you're with the right person if she doesn't mind you talking to other females that she knows that you're not gonna do anything with and she trusts you then yeah fucking put a ring on it bitches like actually footy said this when we first started dating does she know about the podcast yes does she know whether you're an asshole yes has she met your family yes does she uh know you're racist yes that, I mean, he listed about 10 things that could be a deal breaker. And her answer was, my answer was like, yeah, she knows about all of that. Knows about the exes, knows about everything. Knows about my past, everything she knows. Oh. And that was back when he first met her at the banquet last December. Add 10 months to that. Like, yeah. I love her. And I'm going to put a ring on it. So. Everybody's been informed. Let's keep it. Let's keep your mouth shut. Come on now. Let's not blow the whistle. But if you want to blow some steam, I will say that Coach Super, who has also met Tara and approves, has your first class free for the month of August and September. Who? August and September free. And uh, use the promo code MEXI at SuperStudios253 to get a discount on membership or even your first or second class if need be. So, uh, yeah, give them a call. 253-272-0700. Ask for code SUPER. Give her the promo code MEXI. SuperStudios253, proud sponsor of the MEXI My Matters podcast. Now, as I was saying... You gotta when you know you know, and there's no point of fucking around with it. I myself am very proud of the fact that I've never cheated on anybody. 
that I've been with, okay? One night stands, that's different, you know, the beginning period of a relationship, which basically is the first five weeks, don't really count. But once I'm dating someone fully, I never once cheated. And Tara and I have similar views on what constitutes cheating, similar views of, you know, certain aspects of daily routine and daily life. We're both timely people. We like to do things a certain way. You know, that's how we are. Um, but yeah, but we are also very different. It, it, opposites attract, okay? I compliment her, she compliments me. And again, up to this point, she is basically a race or two away from tying Kato, passing Kato, I don't really remember, as most marathons that she's came to support me with uh, on. And that's and that's and that's sad when you literally have so many people that love what you do and family members that like know about your your running and to have your best friend and your significant other of barely 10 to 11 months having come to over 10 races and nobody else is even close to like 5 that's sad but also a testament to the person I'm with. So, on that note, it has been known, and I've announced it, and we'll. And this basically is the podcast. I know we talked about other things, but this is basically the announcement podcast. I love Tara McCoy, and I will propose to her on December eighth, two thousand eight. The ring, two thousand eighteen. December eighth, two thousand eighteen. Mark your calendars. The ring has been purchased. And on that note, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Go to SoundCloud and iTunes to listen to any and every podcast. Subscribe, rate us, give us a review. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on social media. You all know Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, whatever have you. And as always, you didn't think this would be possible. You didn't think this day would come. But as always, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time, you guys have a great rest of your day.